when Laurel and I started and, and knew that we wanted to grow, we had very good ideas of what we wanted the culture to look like. Um, and you absolutely, as a business, you have control uh, over it to a certain degree. You can hire the right people to, to you know, build towards the culture you want. You put all these things in place. But I do think that so much of it comes from the people. You are listening to the Thriving Empire Podcast Season 4, all about how to be a brilliant remote worker. Whether you're a seasoned remote worker, you found yourself reluctantly working from home, or you simply want to move from a co-located office role to one that is 100% remote, you're going to love this season. We talk to the founders and leaders of remote teams who share with us their insights on the qualities, characteristics, skills, knowledge, and experience that enable you to be a brilliant remote worker. So if you want to know how to be the best at what you do in the remote work reality, you're going to love this season. I'm your host, Stephanie Holland, remote marketing strategist, traveler, coconut macaroon addict, and remote work style obsessed. Let's get started. Well, hello. How are you? How's it going today? I am feeling so energized and so much stronger than two weeks ago. I actually started back at the gym last week. And (laughs) although on YouTube, uh, to be honest, I have seen so many creative ideas for making weighted barbells with broom handles and Evian bottles, but it's not really the same, is it? You know it if you do strength training as well. And I've really been so lucky to find this awesome independent gym in Worthing down in the UK called Trax. So big shout out to you guys, James and Gail. You guys are awesome. And yes, Gail, I've also rediscovered my happy. (laughs) And I'm also tickled pink for another reason. I actually got a beautiful review on iTunes from... Somebody with a handle called Shingling Kcal. It's, uh, yeah, I mean, I would love to know who that is. But it read this, ready to be inspired. Stephanie Holland is bursting with knowledge and experience in the field of working remotely. I can't help but get inspired and run straight to my notepad after listening. Definitely a recommended listen. How nice is that? Thank you so much, Shingling Kcal. I am sending you a virtual hug. And if you want a virtual hug too and love the show, I would love if you would write me a review on iTunes. Thank you so much. Now, today on the show, I talk to a female COO of a female-founded company, which is super cool. Now, listen, I know you're out there, female leaders and founders, but you are really hard to find. Now, if you are one or know one, please put me in touch. Send me an email, um, email introduce us or PM me on LinkedIn, but send me an email at stephanie at stephanieholland.co. Now, Sunny's first remote role was a total accident. She actually had no idea it was remote when she applied. And now, seven years later, she is a passionate remote advocate and the COO of Distribute Consulting, a company that helps companies to start and strengthen their virtual workforces worldwide. She leads a team of seven, plus actually a few more subject matter experts spread across the US, Scotland, Spain, Hawaii, and Germany. So a true global team. And they really have a strong culture actually of culture building itself. And what I would describe as a collaboratively autonomous work style that also allows people to run run with and grow within their specialities while also fostering massive collaboration across their projects as a team. Sunny is really bursting with passion and energy. You will totally hear it in her voice and a ton of advice for being a brilliant remote worker. I hope you enjoy it. Hi, Sunny. Welcome to the show. Hi, thank you so much for having me. 
So um, how's the weather in California? Uh, it's actually been incredibly hot. Uh, we just uh, got through a weekend of uh, highs of 124. Whoa. Uh, so yeah, degrees uh, Fahrenheit. So you can, very you can send warm. me send me half of those degrees, please. <laughs> I would happily do so. I am a Midwest girl, so used to seasons with with fall and and winter, and I'm ready for some fall weather. I I would love some cool, crisp weather with some rain, and that's not in our forecast anytime soon. <laughs> wow. So listen, before we start talking about distribute consulting. And the tiny team that you manage as COO of that company, tell us a little bit about you. When and where in your career did you first come into contact with remote working and what impact did it have on you? Absolutely. Um, So I actually started working remote about seven years ago, and it was completely an accident. Um, I was looking for a new job after relocating and found a job listing um, for a social media company and the listing looked great. What I didn't realize was that they were a completely remote company. Um, So it wasn't until the interview that I found that out. I wasn't sure exactly what that meant. Uh, I didn't know anyone else that was doing remote at the time. Uh, So it was definitely, I had lots of questions. I was like, how does this work? Um, I was very nervous, but I jumped in feet first. I was so lucky to have a company that was learning together. So it wasn't always perfect, but they were totally open to learning and using new tools as they came about. And so my first experience with remote work was amazing. Um, And it made me just be passionate about wanting to do that (laughs) for the rest of my life. Um, I, I knew I w- would never want to go back into an office myself. Um, and it was so lucky. It was just, it was luck. That's all it was. <laughs> That's so interesting. You say that because seven years ago, that was 2013. It's moved on so much since then. It was still really niche back then, wasn't it? It was. Yeah. And it was really interesting to try to explain it to friends and family. Uh, when I would say, oh, I, I work remote. And I think they just figured that I was working, um, you know, maybe in a call center from home. Uh, They couldn't quite understand that. No, it was a full-time, you know, job with, with varied job descriptions. Um, It wasn't what, what they had in their mind as the only thing that was available as remote, but it was incredible because Through that time, yeah, I've gotten to see the growth and the change in acceptance of remote, in the amazing tools. Uh, It's probably being in operations, like my favorite part is seeing the growth of tools and things that, you know, seven years ago, I wish, oh man, I wish we could do that as a remote team. Now there's tools to do it. Uh, It's very exciting to have that view of what remote work has looked like over the past seven years. And so you describe yourself as number two in distribute consulting. How did that opportunity come about? So you start as an accident in seven years. Now, all of a sudden, you, well, seven years later, you're CEO (laughs) of a 100% virtual team yourself. Yes, uh, it's, it's fun to sort of talk about it like this. I realize how 
kind of lucky I am that I fell into remote work. And then I was starting to think about um, going out and doing some consulting on remote work. I, I knew that I was passionate about it and that I wanted to help people understand what remote work is and how to do it really well. Um, so I reached out blindly to um, our, our now uh, CEO, Laurel of Distribute, um, and on LinkedIn, and I wrote her a message and I said, you know, I see that you do remote work consulting. It's something that I'm thinking of doing. And I would really love and appreciate any pointers. I've never done consulting before. Um, so I just love to chat. And it was one of those messages where you kind of figure you probably will never hear back. But the worst that can happen is that you don't hear back. I was nervous about sending it, but I was so lucky that she wrote me back and scheduled a phone call with me. And we talked for about an hour. And really, I was just hoping to get a couple of pointers on how to start being a consultant, um, get a little more info of what that looks like. I really was going in. This was sort of my first step. I was quite blind on what that was going to be. And her and I's conversation was just incredible. Um, she had so much information, so much passion. And I felt like I had made this new friend after just an hour. And at the end of the call, she said, you know, I, I love chatting with people and answering questions. She goes, but I've never done this before. She's like, I'd really love to figure out a way to work with you. Let's talk about, about maybe adding you on and maybe distribute consulting should start, start having an employee. Um, and so that's how I became number two. It was the fact that I sent out a nerve wracking message to Laurel on LinkedIn. And here I am now um, working with people that I just love and working, doing something I feel passionate about. Um, I feel incredibly lucky. That's, that was the dream for me, right? To be able to say, I love what I do and I love who I do it with. And what do you think makes you particularly suited to remote working? I I think that I am actually a very outgoing person. Um, so people are often very surprised when they don't have um, the full knowledge of what remote work can look like and and when it's done well, what that feels like. They're always like, "But you're so you're so outgoing. You're such a people person. How do you not want to be in an office?" Uh, and I think that that's because I do love people, but I. I want to figure out how to do it so that you can be remote. Um, for me, I like, I live in California. I like not having to drive for two hours. I, I once had a job where my commute was three hours each way every day. My commute was almost as long as my shift. So I loved the idea in the beginning of not having to drive, um, you know, not being responsible to the environment again, in Southern California, we see the smog every morning. It's a pretty visual reminder um, that we need to be kind, kind to the earth. Um, so I love those, those benefits, but then it drives me to make sure that no matter where I am and, and who I am in the company, a, a remote company, that the culture is there, that the communication is there. Because I then, if it's, if it's being done correctly, I still get to be that people person. I still get to have those connections. I still get to be outgoing. Um, there's so many ways to still do that. 
And so my passion is to make sure that where I'm working, that's, you know, encouraged, we have all of the right tools and rituals to do so. And now being in this consulting role, I can make sure that the companies that are coming to us know how to do that for their employees. I absolutely agree with you about, you know, you can absolutely be outgoing and love people and also love working remotely because there are so many ways to communicate and collaborate and connect without meeting face-to-face. And in fact, this is really funny. One of my best ever working relationships was on a remote contract with a COO that I actually never met in person. And that was one of my favorite all-time relation, professional relationships. Yeah, yeah. no, it's, it's incredible that that yeah, you can never have have seen them face to face, and yet it feels like you're you know the best of friends or the yeah the best the best job you've ever had. Um, it's definitely a, a mind shift, but I think it's incredible. I think also because when you work remotely, it's even more important to be aligned with the vision and mission of the company, and when that when that is the case, I think it's much easier to develop deeper connections because you are really all working towards that common goal and you don't have the same distractions of socializing and making friends in the office that are usually the kind of connecting factor, but really the work and the vision and the mission becomes that connection. Absolutely. Yeah. It's, it's having that common goal. Um, and, and knowing that, everyone around you is working towards it uh, and it builds those relationships organically. Yeah. Like you said, it's not forced chatter around the water cooler. And so how would you describe your remote culture as a company? We, I think it sounds, I'm like bragging. I am blown away by our, our culture. When Laurel and I started and and knew that we wanted to grow, we had very good ideas of what we wanted the culture to look like. Um, And you absolutely, as a business, you have control over it to a certain degree. You can hire the right people to, to, you know, build towards the culture you want. You put all these things in place. But I do think that so much of it comes from the people, the people that you're working with. Um, yes, hopefully you hired correctly so that you're bringing in the people that are going to add to your culture. But that is absolutely what has happened for us. Um, I feel like we are such a, a unit. It, it feels like a family. Um, some of us have only worked together um, even just through this pandemic. Um, we had some team members join right about February, March, right before uh, the pandemic hit. And our culture just brought us together in this sort of time of, of uncertainty and ridiculous growth um, for the industry. And it was awesome to just know that we set a culture so that we were working together. If you needed something, you were very much, you know, um, open and happy to ask for help. Everyone was happy to jump in. And then just even the culture of, Um, you know, taking time for yourselves. We, during this uncertain time, we're all having moments of, oh my gosh, this is new. We don't know what to do. Um, I have a son who is home and I'm trying to work with my son home, which is not something I normally do. And my team was just so um, empathetic about it. Uh, If I had to have him sitting with me on a call, they were open to it. So it was 
so incredible to see that when you care about your culture, it just naturally grows and blooms when you've got the right people. And it makes me excited to work every day. I'm excited about who, who I am doing this with, and they're just as equally excited. So it makes me, it makes me just feel like I'm in the right place. I'm doing what I'm supposed to be doing. So you mentioned there that when you have the right people, so how do you build and reinforce that culture with every hire? So how do you, I guess, know that someone will be a really good cultural fit? So I I think it does take time. You need to define what you are looking for in a culture fit. So that has to be the first step. And Laurel and I were lucky that, you know, we had both been working in, in remote environments previously. So we had an idea of in other places, what was the culture that we had loved? What was not good culture or no culture at all? Like, what did that look like and feel like? And so we, we picked things from our experiences. Um, So we've also built out kind of a baseline of, of what, what a good remote worker can do. Um, You know, like being proactive, a good communicator, um, open to trust. So in the hiring process, you need to build in, in questions that are going to not just say, okay, great, what was your work experience? Um, but also get into questions that revol- revolve around the culture of your company. Um, it, it is often pretty easy when you know what good culture looks and feels like in an interview to be able to tell, okay, they, I've asked them a question about how they would communicate if there was an issue with this client, their response their gut response in an interview is going to give you such good insight into if they're going to fit into the culture. Yes, you have to to know, you may not find people that are going to hit and nail every one of these, you know, um, characteristics, these soft skills that you're looking for, but they need to, they need to hit a bunch of them. You can definitely teach culture. You can, you know, not everybody has had had remote work experience or had a good culture experience at work. Um, so sure, if you can see that that you see that they're going to be able to learn that from example, learn it from experience with you, you can be open to that. But you you really have to to say, hey, if their answers are showing not showing that they're going to be proactive in a remote situation, that they're not going to know what to do if everybody's offline because they're the only one in their time zone and, and they need something, they can't figure out how to find it, that they're not going to be the right match for you. They're not going to fit in with your culture. And it, it, if you do make a mistake and you hire somebody, it, it does not take very long for it to be clear that, that they're just not a culture match for you. Doesn't mean that they can't be for another company, but you need ones that are, are the match to your company's culture. And in the case that somebody isn't a match, what happens then? Absolutely. So, I mean, I think that if you truly, if they were hired and you felt like in the beginning that, that they had the ability to be a culture match, you, do, you don't want to just give up. You're, you're going to work on it with them. Um, we, as a company here at Distribute, we talk about culture on every single one of our all-hands meetings. Um, it's something... We do cultural building at every at the top of every one of those calls. 
we try to give a lot of opportunity to learn and grow and see examples of other other people, you know, other team members exhibiting these these culture match um, traits. And so, you know, we would be honest and say, you know, we think we think that you're having a hard time with the right kind of communication, or it doesn't really feel like you're trusting your team. We would absolutely want to be open and honest and work with them. Give them, you know, a plan. How how can we, what can we give you to help you grow into that trait, into this culture? And and basically give like a performance plan for them. Um, be fair to them. I feel like if if an employee is not a culture match, we're gonna feel it, but so are they. I want everybody that works with us to love working with us. If it is difficult and they, you know, are feeling siloed, that is not good for them, that they're not gonna produce the level of work that we want or that they want. Um, and so that's it. We would work with them. We would communicate with them and set the expectation that, you know, if this isn't working out, if through these practices, through these working together, um, you know, it, it isn't going to, we're never going to have that culture match, then we would, we would not have them continue working with us. We don't want anyone to be unhappy. We don't want to grow into unhappy um, with who we're working with. We're too little of a team. We we need people that love being where they are. That's really lovely because I, you know, also, you know, company culture and remote culture can take some adjusting for some people. And I really love the way that you talk through, you know, your process because that really speaks to one of your core tenets of good communication. So I'd yeah. love to ask you if you could bring to mind an employee, what makes them in particular a great remote worker? Overall, it it really is. It's the love of what they're doing. Um, when you feel passionate about what you're doing, or even just you like what you're doing, right? You're not unhappy in your job. That is so helpful in, in being a remote worker. Um, for us, it's it's being open to trusting um, who you're working with and also earning the trust as well. Um, we need to have trust. Um, you need to be um, able to say if you if you need help or if you've made a mistake um, for us in remote work, like it, it does go with communication. I'm not going to be able to see that you're scrambling at your desk because you can't figure something out. You, you need to let me know. You need to trust that if you let me know, I'm going to jump in and help you. I'm not going to say, why don't you know that? No, I, I'm going to jump in. I'm going to help you. Um, and vice versa. Um, and, and at Distribute, we all know that we're not totally strong each individually in everything that there is that comes to remote work. That's why we're a team. Um, so for me, it's incredible when a teammate, you know, will just say, hey, you've been quiet on chat today. Do you need anything? I, I'm, I, it feels like you've got a heavy, a heavy workload. Like, how can I help? Um, that's incredible. That that makes me so happy to have them on my team. It gives me the permission to say, yes, I trust you. I need some help. Like, I know you're not going to judge me. Um, and I think having empathy towards each other. Um, we've actually, like, during this time, had several moments, like I mentioned, like, I've, I've got a son. 
Um, we had somebody that got hit by um, a little bit of a hurricane and lost power for like a week and a half, which obviously in remote work is a very, very big deal. And then add the pandemic where they couldn't just go to their local coffee shop. It became a huge deal. And everyone on the team just jumped in. There was no questions. Everybody jumped in to work together to make sure that the business kept moving forward, that no client was left wondering what was going on or where their deliverables were. Um, and so it's it's that communication that that wants to be working here, working together. I think that that is what makes a great remote worker, the, the want to be there. I, I do think that you know, when, if you're just starting in remote work, that want to be there may look a little bit different. You may think that it's just like my, my example, because you, now you don't have to commute. Um, but as you go, you start to realize that, oh, there's so much more to this. I want to be here because of the mission of the company. I want to be here because the people I work with, you know, are fantastic. And I don't feel like, I, I'm ever in the dark about anything. Um, I never feel siloed. Um, those, those are the wants that you need as a remote worker that make you a, a great remote worker. I love how you said a little bit of a hurricane. That, that's the best oxymoron <laughs> I've ever heard. <laughs> so, um, <laughs> I sense that you're, you're a real collaborative kind of collective culture because I know that when I um, I was doing research about you and the company and I asked you to send some, you know, thought leadership uh, links over and you said that, you know, you guys write everything together. So I'm actually curious with such a collaborative collective culture, then how do, how does one stand out as an individual within your company? Absolutely. So we really, um, right now, everybody has their specialty. Um, so yes, there's overlap, you know, things that we're all good at. Um, but we really allow each other to run and grow with with our specialty. So for me, it's it's operations. Um, for another teammate, it's the the tech side of things. Uh, and so we all come together. It's why we work so well collaboratively too, because we all think a little bit differently. And for us, that's perfect for our clients. We don't want to deliver something that is only from one person's brain, only from one person's point of view. That's not how companies work. There's always going to be, you know, different ways of thinking about things or uh, approaching a project. And so as a company, we come together and have all those different, those different views, look at our deliverable before it goes out and make sure that it's not just in one voice. But we have the opportunity to really you know, grow and shine as an individual because we have those specialties. And even if we didn't come into this job with, with the specialty, if we're interested in something, we are very much um, encouraged to, to learn, learn about it and make that part of your new specialty. It is such a great feeling to not feel like we're ever, um, you know, like in a rut, we never are, okay, you just do this, you just do that. Uh, we get to learn and grow together. It's encouraged. We want to help each other. And that I think is, is how you, you shine individually because you're picking what interests 
you. Sure, we we still all do things that maybe aren't our number one interest for the for the greater good of the company. But to know that, okay, great. Well, on Friday when I've got some time, I can focus on learning about this new thing or this new um, direction or tool, um, and it's it's built into our our day to day to learn, to grow, and then get to shine in that new thing. Um, it, it makes me feel like I will never feel stuck. I am always going to feel like I'm learning and growing and, and becoming better for myself and for Distribute. That's so inspiring. It's, it's almost like you're, you're all autonomously collaborative. It's really mm-hmm. very cool. So what would you say are your core challenges leading a remote team, leading and growing a remote team? So I think that, that leading a remote team can definitely be challenging because you have to lead by example. And for us, being such a small team, we're all hands on deck. So you know, we're, the the leadership team is just as into all of the client work. We're, you know, in the marketing, we've got our, our hands in everything right now. And so we sometimes need to remember to take a step back and, and be that example, um, whether that be by taking time off, taking self-care so that we are avoiding burnout and we can be the best you know, employee that we can be. Um, Or it's just, we said we would get something done and we forgot and being open and reminding our team that it's okay to nudge us and say, hey, you said you would get this to me and you haven't. Um, It is just knowing that, I mean, we're remote, our employees are remote and we need to make sure that everyone has everything that they need. So yeah, leading by example. And then to grow, you need to know that you need to bring the right people in. It is going to take time. Um, I think right now during the pandemic, there was no time to really come up for air. It it felt like this sprint. And now that we are sort of not at the end of it, but just sort of at the end of the firefighting stage of it, um, we're starting to look to grow. We have um, a bit more of a clear direction of what we're going to need in the upcoming months. And so it is is allowing us the time to sit and and think about those things, talk to our team, what do you need? Um, that's important to us in growth is knowing that, okay, it isn't just me, the, the operations person that that thinks we need this. Like, what what are the struggles of our team? What could they use? What should we put it, be putting our focus on? Um, that collaboration, that communication, um, that is how we know how to grow, how to lead. That's beautiful. It sounds like a, con, con, a sort of consistently reassessing what you're good at, what you could improve at. It's just this, this constant learning process sounds like you're going through. Yes, absolutely. Yeah, I feel like every day, if I didn't learn something new, <laughs> I'm like, what What happened today? Um, because yeah, at the end of the week, at the end of the month, it's incredible when I think about what I learned about myself, what I learned about the, you know, my teammates, the company, the the remote work in general, 
um, it is, it's constant learning. And I think that that's how you move forward. You can't just sit and, and say, I know everything because it's just not the way our world works. It's constantly changing and you have to constantly be open to learning. Yeah. It's like adapt or die. <laughs> yes, exactly. Yes. No, I mean, adapt and thrive. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's, yeah. We're moving into that now. <laughs> <laughs> so um, well, last question, uh, and that is this, what advice would you give to somebody who wants to be a brilliant remote worker? Dive in, be, be ready to communicate. If it feels like you are communicating too much, it means you're doing it right. It's, it's a little uncomfortable at first. Um, be ready to raise your hand and say if something doesn't make sense or you don't know where something is. A lot of times, you know, you won't know what you don't know if you don't know it. So you can't ask a question about something you, doesn't, you don't know exists. Um, so to say, hey, I can't find these documents, then that'll lead your leadership to make sure that there's, you know, a full, beautiful handbook for you. Be open, open to trusting your team, trusting your managers, and and be ready to earn their trust in return. Um, and also to take care of yourself. Remote work burnout is so real. Um, so learn what the signs of that are. Learn how you can, you know, take care of yourself and try to avoid burnout and also learn how to, to ask for help if you hit, if you hit that spot. Um, it is so easy to just burn out, feel siloed and continue working. And all of a sudden you're miserable. So don't let yourself get to that point. Take care of yourself. That helps you take care of your team and your work and your business. And if you can communicate and you could be proactive and trusting and, and self-care for yourself, you're going to be an amazing remote worker. Thank you for that. That's such beautiful advice. Now, listen, if people want to keep up to date with you and what's happening at Distribute Consulting, where should they do that? Where do they find you? You can find us on LinkedIn, um, and it's um, under Distribute Consulting, or you can go to our website at distributeconsulting.com. Sunny, thank you so much for being with us today. Thank you so much for having me. This was wonderful. Thank you for listening to this episode of Thriving Empire. I appreciate you being here and hanging out with me. Now, if you're not subscribed already, head over to stephanieholland.co, that's C-O, and sign up right on the page so that you never miss an episode. And if you're enjoying the show, I have a favor to ask you. Would you rate and review it on iTunes, please? Just search Thriving Empire on iTunes. Click subscribe, then ratings and reviews, and you'll be asked to give it a star rating and a quick sentence or two on what you think about it and what you think about me. Now, this will really help other people find it too so that more people can build their career and create the life they really want simultaneously. Thank you so much. Have a beautiful week and see you next time on Thriving Empire.